This is Fantasy Book Club. Hello and welcome to the Fantasy Book Club. This is the Internet's Book Club just by listening. You're a member. My name is Colton Pratt. And I'm Sydney Lyrely. And we have officially finished reading Warbreaker by Brandon Sanderson. Yeah, I I can't believe we're done. I have so many thoughts and I'm so excited for this episode, but I I can't believe we're done. Like I really can't. We've been reading this book for so long. A long time. That like I can't believe we've hit the end of it. And we thank you guys so much for tagging along with us. Of so yeah. um this week we read the final three chapters of 57, 58, and then the epilogue. Um next week we are still releasing a Warbreaker episode. So we're just going to do like a finalize. I don't know how long it'll be. It probably won't be quite as long as our normal yep. episodes, but we're going to release a little just finalize talk about the yeah. book and anything else we want to add. And also, then we're going to take a week off. But we will that week off. We're going to release a trailer for our next book. Which is? Stephen or, yeah, Stephen King's Fairy Tale. So if you haven't uh, purchased that yet, go get it. It's good. I enjoyed it. I've read it. Colton has not. Yes. And so it's going to be a change of pace because up to this point, every book I've this book I've read and Cindy has it. Yeah. So now we're going to see how it feels to go the other way. Yes. Uh, my, you all are going to trust my judgment on books. <laughs> <laughs> now, I um, like Stephen King books a lot, so yeah. I could just be biased. <laughs> and he's a good author for a reason. He's a popular author for a reason. Yes. So I'm sure his books will be fine. This one's a little bit different than many of his others because it's a dark fantasy novel versus his typical horror. Yep. There's definitely some more horror aspects to it than you'd see in like Brandon Sanderson books. Yeah. Which you will see, but it's definitely not as crazy and disgusting as many of his books are. <laughs> I love his books, but some of them are very gruesome, graphic yeah. uh, <laughs> and weird. But before we can say we're officially done, we still have to talk for an hour about these three chapters yeah. that we read. I could talk for probably more than an hour. And we probably <laughs> will. So you can, you can go ahead and begin whenever you're ready with chapter 57. Yeah. Okay. So 57, we start off with Bluefingers um, leading Siri in uh up to the fourth floor of the palace, the very top floor. Mm-hmm. And they get there and there's lifeless guards like pretty much everywhere. And they're bowing to blue fingers. And um seriously thinking about the fact that all the lifeless in the city are controlled by blue fingers and its scribes. Mm. And basically the Halundra went wrong because they they treated the pound call heel so bad that they gave them such lowly but very important positions. Yeah. It's like the foundation of the house. If it's bad, then the entire house is bad. Yes. The 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 lowest level, if it's bad, it'll ruin the entire house. And that's yeah. what the Pan Call have done. Yes, pretty much. And Siri's like, well, my people aren't gonna fall for this, you know. <laughs> and they're 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 gonna they're gonna run away. Like they won't fight. Yeah. And um Bluefingers doesn't respond to that, but they reach the front of the room and they see a block uh a black block of stone shaped like an altar, and Siri's like what is happening there's yeah. corpses everywhere one of them being trellides oh. and Siri's just like what is happening and blue fingers um turns towards her and is like we're going to make them really angry like trust me when after we're done with you the um idrians will be very upset and either them or helendra is going to be destroyed like someone is going to lose this war yeah it, it, it won't be a a stalemate we are going to make you guys kill each other basically yes. and then the chapter shifts again very quickly to Light Song's perspective. This chapter, by the way, it changes, these last chapters change perspective a lot. Yes. So once again, these also are freaking great chapters. I agree. Go and read those two. I didn't mention this before now. 
if you don't have the book and you've just been listening to get the story, you should read these. You can literally type in Warbreaker chapter 57. Brandon Sanderson has posted every chapter on his website. You can go read this That's for free. That's so funny. Yeah. So if you if these chapters are super good, like I got goosebumps reading them. My notes have been kneecapped because I got so engrossed by yeah. reading that I forgot <laughs> to take notes. You should go and read them. Yes, they are very good. Um, so we see Light Song and someone is being tossed into the cell next to him, and Light Song looks up and realizes that it's the God King. And he's just kind of like, why does it matter? You know, he's failed. And then the chapter shifts yet again. And we see Vasher. Uh, Vasher's standing up. He's holding the dueling uh, sword. And s- sword? Sword. S- sword. No W. Don't, don't hit that. That's I, don't a silent w. I, d- I don't know why I did that. Yeah. Sword. I don't know why I said sword. That was weird. <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, he's holding the sword. Um, He's still kind of shaking because of what happened with Nightblood. Um, Vasher looks around like the walls are destroyed thanks to Nightblood. There's corpses everywhere. Like it's just kind of a hot disaster. And Denth says, "I'll let you die easily. You never beat our steel in a duel." And Vasher doesn't really respond. Um, and that kind of makes Denth even angrier. And so Denth is like trying to get him. Denth he gets does stabbed. Ask, he does ask like, "How did you do it?" And Venth, yeah. Denth won't respond. Yes, and um, Denth stabs him in the shoulder because that's his favorite thing to do. And he looks at uh. Vasher and says, you'd never beat our steel. And then the chapter switches again. By the way, favorite thing to do, stab on the shoulder. The reason for that is really gruesome. It's because they're they're now bleeding out slowly, but they can still they can fight still as fight. much as Vasher, as much as Denth would want them to. Yes. Which is gruesome and terrible, but makes sense, I guess. For Denth, yeah. For for a, de- for a narcissist, psychopath like Denth, yes. it tracks. So uh, perspective switches again, and no. we still Siri and Siri's like, you're going to kill me on an altar. Like, this doesn't make any sense. You don't follow the religion. Why are you doing this? And she's basically trying to beg Bluefingers to not do this, which is 100% a fair reaction to have. For sure. Um, And Bluefingers is like, after everything I've done already, do you really think I care about one more death? Like, one more death, even if it's, yeah. even if, even if it's you. Yeah. And she's like, well, this isn't going to help your cause, is it? And he's like, yeah, it actually will. Um, the Idrians already whisper of things in the court of gods, like people being sacrificed in altars. Like that's already things that the Idrians think is real. Mm-hmm. And so if we basically, if we do that, we let a group of Idrians see this, see you dead on the altar, see that we tried to quote unquote save you. They're going to think that the hundreds killed you. Mm-hmm. And that the only thing we could do is kill all these priests. But we couldn't save you. We didn't get to you in time to save you. And they're going to think that, the Hellendrons did this. And so they're going to riot in the city. Right. They're already like on the point of like breaking. It's going to go worse. Those who survive, the Hellendrons are going to kill the Idrians in the city. Those who survive are going to go back to Idris right. and are going to tell the Idrians there that um, the the myths about Hellendron are true and they're horrible. They killed the princess and then the Idrians are going to come and fight because they're going to be upset. And basically, it's a great plan. Yeah. Like it really, it really is. It's, 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 as much as I don't like the fool, he did a good job planning this whole thing through. Yes. Um, and Siri doesn't really know what to do. She's struggling. And Bluefingers just looks at her and says, I am sorry. I truly am sorry. Yeah, sure you are, Bluefingers. Yeah. And then the perspective hole. switches yet again. Yet another time. Yes. And we see Light Song yet again. Um, but I want to do a dramatic reading here soon. Um, yeah. But first off, I want to say that Light Song is just kind of sitting there thinking about, like, you know, he's he's thinking about why he couldn't, like, protect uh, Blush Weaver, why he couldn't protect people. Um, the God King is, like, moaning and, like, pounding on the bars. And Light Song is like, why is he not speaking? Like, why is he not doing anything? Um, 
people, uh, men, pawn call men, approach the God King and Larmar, or not Larmar, Light Get Song. It right, Sydney. Sorry. <laughs> Light Song thinks about Larmar's words about him being a, um, a God. Yeah. And now I want to read this, this part, this next part, because I thought it was really good. So I'm going to do a dramatic reading. Water splashed against him. Light Song shook his head, shocked. Thunder sounded distant in his head. Nobody else seemed to notice. It was growing dark. What? He was on a ship, tossing, pitching on a dark sea. Light Song stood on the deck, trying to stay upright on the slick boards. Part of him knew it was simply a hallucination, that he was still back in the prison cell, but it felt real, very real. The waves churned, black sky ripped by lightning ahead, and the ship's motion slammed his face against the wall of the ship's cabin. Light from a pole-mounted lantern flickered uncertainly. It seemed weak compared with the lightning, which was so violent and angry. Light Song blinked. His face was pressed up against something painted on the wood. A red panther, glistening in the lantern light in the rain. The name of the ship, he remembered. The Red Panther. He wasn't Light Song. Or, he was, but he was a much smaller, pudgier version of himself. A man accustomed to being a scribe, to working long hours, counting coins, checking ledgers. Seeking for lost money. That's what he'd done. People hired him to discover where they'd been cheated or if a contract hadn't been paid properly. His job was to look through the books, searching out hidden or confusing twists of arith arithmetic. A detective, just not the sort he had imagined. Waves crashed against the boat. Larmar, looking a few years younger, yelled for help from the prow. Deckhands rushed to his aid. It wasn't Larmar's ship, or even Light Song's. They had borrowed it for a simple pleasure trip. Sailing was a hobby of Larmar's. The storm had come on suddenly. Light Song lurched back to his feet, barely managing to stay up as he made his way forward, clutching the railing. Waves surged across the deck, and sailors struggled to keep the boat from capsizing. The sails were gone, only tattered shreds remaining. Wood creaked and cracked around him. Dark, black water churned in the ocean just to his right. Larma yelled to Lightsong, asking him to lash down the barrels. Lightsong nodded, grabbed, grabbing a rope and tying one end to a davit. A wave hit and he skidded, almost falling over the rail into the water. He froze, gripping the rope, looking into the sea's mad, terrifying depths. He shook himself free, then tied the rope in a wide slip knot. It came naturally to him. Larmar had taken him on enough sailing trips now. Larmar called for help again. And suddenly, a young woman left the cabin and ran across the deck, grabbing ropes as if to lend assistance. Tatara! A woman called from the cabin. There was terror in her voice. Lightsong looked up. He recognized the girl. He reached out, rope looped in his hands. He shouted for her to go back below, but his voice was lost in the thunder. She turned to look at him. The next wave tossed her into the ocean. Larmar cried out in despair. Lightsong watched, shocked. The deep blackness claimed his niece, engulfed her, swallowed her. Such great, horrible chaos. The sea in a storm at night. He felt useless, his heart thumping with fright as he watched the young woman get swept into the churning current. He saw flashes of her golden hair twisting in the water, a weak splash of color passing his side of the ship. It would soon be gone. Men cursed, Larmar screamed, a woman wept. Lightsong just stared into the bubbling deep with its alternating froth and blackness, the terrible, terrible blackness. He still held the rope in his hand. Without thinking, he leaped up under the railing and threw himself into the darkness. Icy water took him, but he reached out, thrashing and churning in the tempest. He barely knew how to swim. Something passed him. He grabbed it, her foot. He threw the loop around her ankle, somehow managing to get the knot tight despite the water and the waves. As soon as he did, a surge in the undulating water yanked him away, sucking him down. He reached upward towards where lightning lit the surface. That light grew distant as he sank, down into the black deep, claimed by the void. He blinked, waves and thunder fading. He sat on the cool stones of his cell. The void had taken him, but something had sent him back. He'd returned, because he'd seen war and destruction.
That's so, so sad. <laughs> so now we know. I just wanted to read that because now we know the truth about what happened to Light Song before. Yeah. And we know exactly. I mean, we already knew, but now we know exactly what happened. And I just, that's so amazing. Light Song did such a good thing. Yeah. And it just makes me love him more. Whatever his name was before he returned. I don't a, remember. Great, I don't think they ever say it, but they, they do. Great, oh, they do? Like, uh, Lorimar says it. Oh, okay. Anyway, they do a great job, though. Uh, like, I don't know. That's such a poetic section. Like, very few people speaking, but it's such a... There's, uh, like, no one speaking. But, yeah, I just... I liked the way it was written, and I liked... I didn't think I could... Without reading it, I didn't think I could explain it well enough, so I yeah. to give it... Also, audience, be aware... This episode, I want, I felt like I need to know you, need to tell you, sorry, has going to be having a lot of dramatic readings because this chapter is very dramatic. And like we've said many a time, our boy Brandon is a great writer. And so the thoughts and ideas that are expressed in his writing, we could not do better. Yeah. And so we're just going to do our best justice by reading them to you. Yes. Yeah. Because uh, it's hard to explain them sometimes. Like that section. I didn't think I could explain it very well. So if you don't like dramatic readings, I guess you can skip to when we're doing some character ranking if you want. <laughs> uh, because we're going to be doing quite a bit of them. Yeah. Anyways. Moving um, on. So he comes out of this like vision thing he's having. And yeah. he the God King is yelling. And as he's yelling, he realizes that the God King has no tongue. And recognizes that that's because they want to keep him from using his, his breath. Yeah. And so he turns, sees uh, Blush Weaver's body like laying down, like in the blood. Mm. Um, he sees Larmar crying with his eyes closed. The God King's in prison, and like Light Song had basically seen all of this in his dreams. Yeah, his visions. And he is like, "Oh my gosh!" I and he remembers when he died the first time. He remembers hearing a col- uh, like a calming voice operating, offering him an opportunity to return and come back and stop a war that would be worse than the many war. And yeah. as he realizes this, he realizes, hey, I am a god. Yeah. He looks at Susabron and saw that the god king is like crying and upset and he recognizes that he does in fact love Siri and that Siri loves Susabron right back and that she's come to care for him and he's not really sure how, but that's has happened. And then this last little section, I want to do another really quick dramatic reading because I think this section is great. Take all the time you need, Sydney. It's a, <laughs> it's a good thing to do. You are my king, Light Song whispered, and lord of the gods. The Pancall men forced the god king face down on the stones. One of the priests raised his sword. The god king's arm jutted out, his hand towards Light Song. I have seen the void, he thought, and I came back. And then Light Song reached through the bars and grasped the god king's hand. A fake priest looked up with alarm. Lightsong met the man's eyes, then smiled broadly, looking down at the God King. My life to yours, Lightsong said. My breath become yours. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Oh, I loved Lightsong! I literally, when I read this, I was like, oh. But it's such a good way for him to go. It and it makes sense. so much and sense. It tracks with and his I'm, visions. <sighs> and it's such good writing because it makes me feel things when uh, I read it. <laughs> I can't believe he's gone. It's so good. But he just gave his life to say Susabron and everything. I, literally, we stand Light Song so hard. The issue I had an issue. Okay. I was thinking about my final character ranking and how Light Song would be up on the top. But no, he's in dead tier now. He can be the top of dead tier, but he's not in the living. T- I think in our, I think in our wrap up episode, 
I think we may, we do an S A B C tier list, mm-hmm. and we intermix uh, the, living yeah. with dead. So, and our thing to so our next our final episode next week we will do that, and then in our episode tonight we will just rank like normal. Yeah. So in our final episode, we'll make like an actual like tier list, like S A B C D F. Yeah, we'll make a tier list without the dead tiers and stuff. Yeah. So so the, every dead character will still also be in the tier list. Yes. Uh, just like the goodness of their character, not uh-huh. necessarily. In yeah, yeah, you get it. Sounds like a, in yeah. context, not out of context with death. Yeah, that's all. It sounds like a good plan to me. Yeah. Anyways, um, chapter switches yet again. This is gonna take forever to do these chapters. We're this is gonna be a real long episode. I told guys. you, I warned you guys. But this is the ending. You should all be very excited for this. You read it too, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. You read it too, right? <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, we switch back to Denth and Vasher. Um, Vasher has now been uh, wounded in the leg. Yeah. And is stumbling. And Denth is like, you're pathetic. Like, he's just, he's being a jerk, which is always death, uh, definitely a Denth thing to do. Yeah. And um, Denth, or Denth is like, you think I want to go back to the way I was before? So we learned that Denth was actually a very happy, friendly man before that loved, yeah. that everyone loved. And Vasher's like, you were a good person. And Denth is like, yeah, but I saw some really ter- and did some really terrible things and I've tried going back but I can't like I yeah. physically cannot go back and I feel very bad for him as he's saying this which is he also says uh, I can't escape it there's darkness inside of me yeah uh, like he, he he feels like he's he his things he saw and did he cannot run away from yes and Vasher offers him the chance to escape like Vasher is like I can make you forget like I know the commands to make you literally forget this stuff which is what he did, he did that little girl remember? yes mm-hmm and Denth turns him down as like, no, uh, we don't deserve to like forget this stuff. Neither of us do. And yeah. so what Vasher does, he's about to kill, or Denth is about to kill Vasher. And Vasher touches Denth and says, my life to yours, my breath become yours. And gives the only, he only has like 50 breaths, but he gives them to Denth. And Denth is so shocked by that feeling of getting breath. The breath that, trembles. Yes. He starts having those like trembles and, you know, gets distracted. And so Vasher slits his throat while he's distracted. And we learn that is also how he killed our steel. Which isn't cheating. Like I don't. I understand that. Like they think he cheat. That's that's not cheating. It's that's, being smart. To be fair, that's the resource he has. Yes. It, it, I guess they would. I would, you could make the same argument for Nightblood, but Nightblood's like a sentient sword who's a third party in this. He yeah. fought with the magic that the magic system they're in has. Mm-hmm. It's like I guess. Hmm. This is hard. Is it cheating? It's like if I pulled a gun out because like <laughs> and I a ha- knife fight. <laughs> yeah, I have a gun. Bang. But also like. I had this gun the whole time. It'd be weird if I just let myself die without using it, yeah, right? But um, is it Sydney? Would you say that that's cheating what he did for their fight? Not really, to be honest. Like either way, I don't think it makes him a bad person. Or no. Anything, but. Um. But yeah. So Vasher's basically like everyone, you know, thinks as breath or as breath being super valuable, and so no one ever expects for you to give it away. Yeah. And then kill you because then it's gone. Yeah. And so that's how he kills Denth and Denth that's dies. That's also how he killed Arsteel. And how he killed Arsteel as well. And so now we, in two chapter or in two sections, we lost two people. Yeah. One of them is very sad and one of them's not sad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, uh, let, let's, he killed Shashara because she knew how to make Nightblood. Yes. He killed Arsteel because Arsteel figured out how to awaken people or something. I don't remember. He, everyone he's killed so far has been to stop them from using their badness yes. for things. So he's not just doing things. 
I think because he's well, not just killing people to kill people. Denth is the first person he's killed in self defense. The other two he killed because they had like yeah. she didn't want Shashara to make more of the. Though Denth was also doing bad things. Yeah. So it's not like he just killed Denth. Yeah, but it was like Denth was also trying to kill him. Yes. It, it did not yeah. seem like Arsty was in a duel, but it seemed like Denth sought out the du- sorry Vasher sought out the duel. Yeah. Shashara, it doesn't even seem like they were in a duel. It seems like Shashara just got stabbed, which is yeah. not not great for Denth for a look for Vasher. I mean, um, yeah. And so the the five scholars we know now are Denth, Vasher, Shashara. Technically, we don't. Oh, I guess. Yeah, yeah. it's it later in the chapter, but I'm, 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 we yeah. know the reading. Denth, uh, Vasher. Denth dead by Vasher. Shashara dead by Vasher. Arsteel dead by Vasher. Yisteel, which we don't know anything about him yet, if he's alive or dead. And Vasher, who we know is alive. And that's the five scholars. Um. Yes. So chapter switches again, and we see Blue Fingers, and he picks up a knife. And he's like, the least I can do is kill you myself rather than let the lifeless do it. And I promise it will be quick. And Siri's struggling against the lifeless who are holding her. And she's like, I'm not. She literally tells him, I don't want to die on a rock. Like, if you're going to kill me, at least let me die with the dignity of standing up. Which this is funny because when reading it at first, I thought this has to be a plot of some kind. But I think it genuinely that's how she feels. Yeah. Like, kill me standing. I'm not going to lay down. Which is fair also. But Bluefingers agrees and they... Stand her up, and um, she goes, do you realize the mistake you're making? Like, I would make a wonderful hostage. Like, you're a fool to kill me. And he just ignores her and picks his spot on her chest where he's going to stab her. And she's like, crap, I am going to die. Yeah. And she's like, no, 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 please don't do this. And then the whole building starts to shake. And Blue Fingers is like, what the heck? And um, one of the scribes is like, oh, is this an earthquake? And then the floor begins to change colors. So the floor turns white. The, um, there's colors moving around like sunlight. Um, the walls and the ceiling, um, all like fade. Um, Bluefingers is confused as heck, and yeah. then we see Siri sees um the rainbows like coming around, and the entire room just basically explodes in color. Yep. And uh, Siri like things are moving, like awakened cloth is moving around and yeah. whacking the lifeless away from Siri. The door bursts open, and the like, tentacles, hundreds of tentacles of cloth yes come in and are, are slapping and moving and writhing she says like a sea beast yes um one of the cloth wraps around Bluefinger's arm and he's still trying to stab siri and then we hear susabron talk <laughs> so basically um when light song gave susabron or his breath susabron's tongue came back and was healed and now susabron can talk and also uh the way it says this uh you will stop susabron said in a clear voice Almost sound like an awakening. Like yeah. it sounds like he's awakening freaking the living person, Blue Fingers, to not do what he's doing. Yeah. I noticed that in the moment. That's all. No, you're right. Um, Blue Fingers freezes and it do- drops a dagger and a uh, carpet takes him away and pulls him away. And Susie Brown comes over to Siri and picks her up and holds her. And that's adorable, an adorable image. My question is does Blue Fingers die? Yeah, I didn't know. Uh, he kills basically all the other t- uh, Pan Call priests. You see them, but dead. it never specifically says that Bluefingers is dead. So we're just going to assume Bluefingers is still alive. I am the I opposite. Actually, really? I would, I would make the the because here's the thing: when he when they ta- when he takes in a second, I'll, you'll notice in a second, he takes Siri to the next room over, and there's a lot of dead priests, and he's do- uh, dead like Pan Call fake priests. Yeah, and he's moving them away from her so she doesn't have to see the dead person. I think that's what he did to Bluefingers. I think he sucked him out so she wouldn't have to see it and then he killed her. He killed Maybe. her. Maybe. So I think we I leave really him know. in his own void maybe dead tear. Yeah, because we don't know. Yeah, I think um, new tear, maybe dead tear. Yeah. 
Anyway, so that's where the chapter ends. Is they're they're hugging and cuddling, and it's adorable. That's yeah. an adorable image of him. Yeah, he's saving like holding her, her and she's weeping, and she's stuff. crying, and he's just holding her, and that's really adorable. I changed my mind. I think he says, "And wish you were dead," because we actually have never been. Conf- he's not confirmed dead. So we I was like, we don't actually know yeah. if Bluefingers is dead or not. I agree. I agree. All right. Uh, we don't have any theories because the chap the book is over. So we're yeah, gonna there's go ahead. no theories. We're gonna go ahead and Which hop. Is probably good because we don't have time for that. <laughs> we have a lot of reading to do. Uh, yeah. We're gonna go hop right into chapter fifty eight, uh, which opens with Vivenna, who is uh, locked in a closet, gagged and bound, and the door opens and Vasher uh, has found her finally. Yeah. And he is he has Nightblood, who's sheathed again, uh, and Vasher, of course, is now a drab. Yeah, and uh, they have some banter. Uh, she, she, he takes the, the under the gag, and she immediately goes about time. Uh, and he said it was very hard to find you because I have no breath, so I don't have any life sense at all. So it's very hard to find yeah. a random person tied in a random closet. Uh, and he says, she says, where did it all go? And he said, Nightblood devoured most of it. And Nightblood immediately goes, I don't believe him. I. Can't really remember what happened, but we did slay a lot of evil. Just the way I imagine he says that is so funny. Yeah, it's it's really interesting because the way that they talk to each other, uh, he is Vasher seems sad, forlorn. Um, he asks, "Did you draw it?" Vasher just nodded. Uh, Denth, she asks, and he he says, "Dead." Uh, Tongfa and Jules both just like took their money and fled. Yeah, that's what we assume because we don't know. Yeah, what happened we don't really then. know. Uh, which uh, is cool. And then uh, she says it's over. And Vasher says, yeah, we lost. <laughs> uh, and she says, what do you mean? And he up, uh, keeps up to date on the fact that they, they have sent the lifeless yeah. and the people who had the commands have killed themselves. And the war is going to happen. I have no options. Yeah, like we cannot physically stop them. Uh, and very sad. He basically says it was all secondary. There was no reason. There was no, like, me being distracted, let them do this. It, yes. What I did was not the most important thing. The most important thing should have been stopping them. And Vasher always is full of self-loathing. I feel really bad for him. And that's that's more of his of his self-loathing. Uh, yeah. Uh, but then the chapter skips because these are the last chapters and they skip constantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is uh, back to Susbrod and Siri. Uh, they are going to back to the depths of the palace where the dungeons are. Uh Siri walked be uh beside Susbon and they're like hugging as they walk. Yeah. Uh and there's still hundreds of twisting lengths of cloth uh are spinning around them, grabbing things, moving things. Uh like I said earlier, anytime there's a corpse, it'll move it out of the way so Siri's under look at the dead body. That'd be such a like sweet image in a movie. Like, yeah. Can you imagine that? You just Susbon and Siri walking down the hallway, yep. holding hands, like whatever, like happy to be together again, and there's just cloth like Everywhere, whipping yeah. around, trying to like protect them. That would be such a cool image. Yeah. Uh, also, about half the palace has turned white. That's how much color his awakening took. Yeah. Half the black palace went to a complete white, and now his aura is diffracting it back into a rainbow. Mm-hmm. And so she she makes a note that it's like it's like a circle. Like, uh, it's what goes from colorful to completely white to colorful because of him. Yeah. He 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 is a circle of color. Um. Anyway, he led him to the, led him to a chamber which is, has uh, scribes that have been crushed and squished by carpets and rugs and strips of cloth. Yes. Uh, and in the midst of the rubble, there was a pair of corpses. One was Blushweaver, and the other one was Light Song, whose entire body has become gray as if he was a lifeless. Yeah. Because he gave away his biochrome, which is his soul and his color and you yeah. know, all this stuff. Uh, 
and uh, Larmar's there, and he looks up, and he's smiling, even though he's been crying. Uh, and she asks what happened, and, and uh, Guy King explains that uh, he healed it. He healed me and my tongue. That's why I can talk now. Yeah. He explains it all. He also, not even just healing him, he gave him the ability to actually be able to use his tongue. Because he really should have no way of being able to speak still. Yeah, he shouldn't know. But um, he just knows because of the way. It, magic. Yeah. Because of magic. Uh, which is weird because in any other piece of media, if someone said it works because magic, if it wasn't a book that was well written, I'd be like, that's lame. Yeah. But in this book, it's well written enough that I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. I also do appreciate the fact that um, Siri did think about how what I think it was Siri who thought about how the heck can he even like hear? Or yeah. Can he even not hear? But can he even like talk? Yeah. But um, he just that. knows. Yeah, it's like magic. he just yeah. So I appreciate that Brandon Sanderson added that. Yeah. Uh, they he he's uh, sorry. Suspon says I never knew him. Siri says he was a good person. Suspon says I realized that though I never spoke to him. Sometime somehow he was noble enough to die so that I might live. And I love this. Larmar says the amazing thing is Light Song did that twice. Yeah, dies so that others might person. live. Light Song is a genuinely great person. A genuinely good god. Uh, and that's it's funny. He also here's a this is not a dramatic reading. I'm, I'm reading you a bunch of little snippets, but it's not a dramatic reading. Siri thinks he told me that I couldn't depend on, depend on him in the end. I guess he lied about that. How very like him. <laughs> Honestly, I, it's, true. It's so sweet in like a morning kind of way. Yeah. This whole this whole section is makes me sad because this is a character that you love. But it's so sweet in like a morning type of way. I agree. Then it switches again back to Vivenna, uh, who is not going to take no as an as a uh, answer for. Which is so fair. She will not. She will not accept that they will be that there's no options. Um. So she she's like, there has to be a way. And once again, Vasher is filled with rage at himself. He is trying hard to not like self-loathe, but he's loathing himself for letting this happen. He'd been too late, he says. Um, he says, they say there has to be a way to stop it. And he says, I mean, more lifeless. Uh, and that's about the end. Like, that's his only option. Yeah. Uh, I have a, another dramatic reading here okay. that I would like to do. I thought the same thing before, he said, putting his head in his hands. I wanted to stop it. But by the time I realized what was happening, it had gone too far. It had taken on a life of its own. What are you talking about? The many war, Vasher whispered. Silence. Who are you? He kept his eyes closed. They used to call him Talaxin, Nightblood said. Talaxin, Vena said amused. Nightblood, that's one of the five scholars. He, she trailed off. He lived over 300 years ago, she finally said. Biochromo can keep a man alive a long time, Vasher said, sighing and opening his eyes. She didn't argue. They used to call him other things, too, Nightblood said. If you're really one of them, Vivenna said, then you'll know how to stop the lifeless. Sure, Vasher said wryly, with other lifeless. So, yeah, we finally confirmed officially he was one of the five scholars. Yes. Uh, and also, he genuinely believes there's no options other than having other lifeless attack. Which is um, fair. And she says, she says, um, that's the only option. And he says, uh, that's like the easiest. The other option is we can break, go chase them down one at a time and break and try and like break the command phrases, which we Would know. take forever. We don't know. Uh, you could take forever. He also reveals this. Um, if you have the eighth heightening, you can break command phrases instinctively. Uh, but still, it would take weeks to be able to break 40,000 of them. Yeah. 
And that's interesting. I want to. I really want to go through and talk about what each of these ten heightenings can do. Once we again, we can do that in the next. Another episode. one for next week. Next episode is going to be a mishmash of everything that we want to talk about. So just yeah. be aware of that. Um. So yeah, it's gonna take it's gonna take a long time for them to uh, break all of them if they if that's what they did. Um. And they talk about a bunch like they don't need to eat, they don't need to sleep, they don't burn icker alcohol. Like it's not food, it's blood. Uh. There's there's yes. really no weakness to these people. It's, mm-hmm. it's really hard to get rid of them. Um, and she, he, she offers, maybe we awaken an army of our own. And he's like, well, first we need 40,000 people dead. Second, we need 40,000 people who are willing to give up their breath to these dead people Yeah, that also need to be, have equally, they be equally buff and trained because they mm-hmm. it still relies on the body. It's severely outmatched. Yes. Uh, also they say the God King can't use breath. He, she tries once again, offering solutions. He's denying them. So she says, we the do God learn King, the God King. People with the tenth tightening can um, command mentally, but the God King wouldn't know how to do that. Which is probably how they pass the breath on from father to son. Yes, they they teach them how to command uh, in your mind, and they yeah. command. Um, so the tenth tightening allows a man to command mentally without speaking, uh, but it takes a long time to learn it. Uh, and Vivenna says it's the best option, and uh, she she asks Vasher's response is oh and you use his power how make lifeless are you forgetting that we need to find 40,000 bodies Once that would again, take forever it's it's hard uh and sorry I have another dramatic reading right here that needs to happen so be ready for it here it comes Vasher Nightblood asked in his mind didn't you leave an army behind here last time he didn't reply Vivenna opened her eyes however apparently Nightblood had decided to include her in all of his thoughts now what is this she asked nothing Vasher said no no it's not nightblood said i remember you talked to that priest told him to take care of your breath for you should you need it again and you gave him your army it stopped moving you called it a gift for the city don't you remember it was just yesterday yesterday vena asked when the many war stopped nightblood said when was that he doesn't understand time Vasher said don't listen to him no Vena said, studying him. He knows something. She thought for a moment, then her eyes opened wide. Kalad's army, she said, pointing at him. His phantoms. You know where they are. He hesitated, then nodded reluctantly. Where? Here, in the city. We have to use them. So, Sydney had very instinctively, without any help, already guessed what we learn about the Kalad's phantoms. That they are the statues... (laughs) They I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but yeah. here's where it kind of like comes out that they are uh, there. Uh, he they, they say they have to use them. He says, you want me to give Helendron, your enemy, a tool that's unstoppable? And she says, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he is like, you would do that? You would give that to somebody who wants to destroy you? And she says, they're not my enemy, even if I hate them. Uh, Basically, the God King would be the one controlling them or the yeah. hundred in general would be the one. He decided he decides to go talk to them. Yeah. And the chapter skips. Now it is Siri and Lightsong. Sorry. Nope, he's dead. Siri Not and Light Song anymore. <laughs> uh, who are sitting on top of their palace looking over and they could see in the distance dust rising up from the from the uh lifeless marching, the forty thousand lifeless marching. Yes. Uh and a guard runs up and says, uh uh a guard up says it's the people that want to talk to you. The, the the man says, Susbron says, uh, I'm not taking visitors at the moment. Yeah. And uh, they say, 
Uh, wait, sorry, I went out of order a little bit. My bad. First, they're trying to figure. They're also trying to figure out solutions to this issue. Yeah. And Susbron really wants to go and just kill him himself. Uses uses hundreds of ropes and tie them all. Can up. I point out one little fact real quick, just because I think it's interesting? Yeah. There are so many lifeless that them just marching is making a cloud of smoke. Yeah. That's all. I just they march relentlessly and hard, so they will be leaving smoke. Um. And I apologize for going out of order. Uh, first, Susbon really wants to go, and Siri is making up excuses for him to not yes. go because they know that he can't. He can't stop them all. He would die. Yeah. Um, and then people come up and say, uh, "There's someone here to see you." Susbon says, "I don't want to see anybody." But who are they? Um, this is this right there. After he says, "Who are they?" is when uh, Siri wonders about how he can talk so well. Yeah. And then. Uh, she, they say, my lord, the visitor, she has royal locks. And so that lets them up because it's Vivenna. Yes. And after they let them up, they both are like, Vivenna and Sierra are both like, that can't be my sister. Look, uh-huh. she's wearing trousers and she's letting her hair change. Yeah. And Vivenna's like, that can't be my sister. Look, she's wearing a dress and she looks regal. Yeah. Like both of them don't And like think, her hair is black. Yeah. Like, yeah. Both of them are like, oh, I can't be each other. They both kind of learn to understand each other better. That's kind of cute and poetic. It is really cute. Um, and they hug and it's all adorable. It's very cute. And she, Vivenna's like, I came to rescue you. And Siri says, that's very kind of you, but I don't need rescuing, which I appreciate. <laughs> um, and Susbron says, and who is this Siri? And uh, my oldest sister. And it's, I, it's, they're very cute. They have a cute little interaction talking about uh, who they are. And he says, by the way. Vivenna looks at the man with shock and like he's she's scared because this is the, her supposed to be husband and stuff like it's freaky. Yeah. And Siri goes, he's not as bad as he's not really as bad as they say most of the time. And Susan's <laughs> response is, that is sarcasm. She is quite fond of it. I love, I love that. That I, makes me so happy. Susan is very pretty. Uh, pretty? Pretty, very funny. <laughs> Sorry, he's innocent yeah. and cute. He is really um, cute. And they say there, I I know a person who can help us save Idris. And so because Vivenna came first, they let Vasher up onto the roof. To Can talk. I also say, I don't know if you're going to point this out, hmm. but when Vivenna says that you, you'll have to trust me, Siri's like, of course, but then thinks, oh, I actually don't know. Can I trust you? Yeah. Like she's been so betrayed by Blue Fingers that she doesn't know if she can even trust her own sister. Yeah, but she does because yes. they are sisters and they will never hurt each other. And also, she has no other options. Yeah. At this point, so uh, <laughs> what difference does it make? So seconds later, Vasher's on the roof. They switch protective to Vivenna's now. By yes, the way. and Siri has gone to look at the dust. Vivenna and Zeus Broad are sitting side by side, and Vasher's getting frisked in the corner. And uh, <laughs> frisked? You're gonna have to explain that one, Colin. You don't know what frisked is? No. It's when you're getting searched for. Well, I know what uh, it means. Oh yeah. But like now, but I didn't know. Like, yeah, he's getting frisked. He, people, the guards are the guards are searching him for. They're for stripping stuff. him. Yeah, strip searching him. Uh, and also, the God King leans over to Vivenna and goes, "Your sister is an amazing woman," ah, which is so, so cute. cute. It's very cute. Um, I ship them so hard. Vivenna goes, yes, she is. And Susan goes, I love her. I would like to have you know this. Which ah! is, is super cute. <laughs> That's um, so, all I have to say, women out there, if your man doesn't tell your sister or anyone else in your family that he loves you or not loves you, that he loves your, loves you. wait, yeah, loves yeah you. if he doesn't tell your sister or anyone else in your family that he loves you and he's just telling them this just because he wants them to know, then you need to leave him immediately. That's my personal you, opinion on this you subject. Need, you need a Susbron level man. Yes, actually, if I could find a Susbron level man, my life would be complete. 
the uh, Venner looks over at uh, Vasher and finds it shameful that he's being forced to undergo this like level of humiliation of being strip searched. But eventually he suffered it and he comes walking across in just his underwear um, because they've taken all his clothes. Uh, because once again, you can't approach the God King without yeah with with any weapons. Uh, and when he walks up, Susan goes, "Who are you?" And he goes, "The one responsible for getting your tongue cut out," because so he is the one who set up the system of give this to somebody, store it. Don't let them use it. So they cut out the tongue. Yes. Uh, he created the, the rules and stuff. And Vasher closed his eyes, uh, didn't speak or use breath or have a command, but suddenly he started to glow uh, like colors are glowing from him. Uh, and he starts growing. He becomes more firm. His muscles bulging. He becomes bigger and bigger. His hair turns golden. Uh, and he becomes a god yes. matching Susfran's stature, uh-huh. which I think if this is my only issue with making this a movie that scene will look like free guy you know the movie free uh-huh. guy when all of a sudden there's buff ryan reynolds yeah that that there's a risk of that becoming what it looks like <laughs> and that won't be great it, it'll, <laughs> oh, it'll be hard gosh. i think to make the gods not look goofy i think ryan reynolds would play a character we'll talk about this next week i also had him as a character i have him as a character okay anyway okay continue um Anyway, they they said he becomes a god and he says, I don't care if you believe me or not. Vasher says this, but I will have you know that I left something here long ago, a wealth of a wealth of power. Um, Basically, he said, I told the priest to not let you use this. And apparently the priest took it to heart. My bad. Um, And Susan immediately drops to a knee like he knows that this is the god. Yes, this is the god. Not just any god, the god. Uh, Siri and Susbron, uh, looks very. You mean Vivenna? Sorry, Siri and Vivenna are both like, what? Why is he kneeling? Um, and Vasher says, "You have a group of rogue lifeless. You've lost control of them." And Gawking says, "I'm sorry, my lord." Uh, Vasher asks, looks at Vivenna, and Vivenna says, "I trust him," and he says, it's "Not about trust." And then he gives Susbron control of. Uh, the army, the Kalad's phantoms, which yeah. are the statues that they gave as a gift. Yes, uh, of it, and they actually all said, uh, "It makes sense. It's confusing. Why would the guy who ended the war give statues of warriors as a, a warning to never go to war again? That's a weird yeah. thing." But it's because they are the people who ended the war, and it was kind of like a. It wasn't really a gift as much as it was a threat. Can I say what the command phrase is? Yeah, it's very important. My sin be hidden. Yeah. That's that makes very poetic. So much sense. Very poetic. His sin of starting the mini war, he felt he talks about this later, which Siri's going to talk. Sydney, sorry, is going to talk about later. But he talks about how he had a change of heart mid mini war. Yeah. Uh. And anyway, he gives the command phrase to get it to get the stones. Uh, and they, it's revealed that it's all the, um, you know, all the statues, and they're yeah. like, wait, there's no acre alcohol in that, and uh. Vasher's like, well, that's because Acre Alcohol made stuff easier. Y'all need to understand, there's other ways to do things that are hard that we used to do. Yeah. Me and my other four scholars, our whole thing was we made stuff easier. We discovered stuff to make it easier. Uh It wasn't impossible before, just harder. Yes. And And it's really interesting. There's um, human bones inside the stone. Yeah. But the stone is so hard for like anything to break. Yeah. They're made to last. Yes. And they, Vasher ends this, this chapter saying, they are your responsibility now. Do better with them than I did. Yeah. 
which is a good. And that's the ending of the official chapters. Now we have the epilogue. Yes. Uh, and that was a Sydney chapter. But do you want to do what we talked about? Yeah. Okay. It's not that long. We this is going to be, we're going to do a dramatic reading of the entire epilogue. It'll be a few minutes of us going, so be aware. But it's going to be great. You ready? Here we go. The next day, an army of a thousand stone soldiers charged from the gates of the city, running down the highway after the lifeless who had left the day before. Vivenna stood outside the city, leaning against the wall, watching them go. How often did I stand under the gaze of those near? she thought, never knowing they were alive, just waiting to be commanded again. Everyone said that Peacegiver had left the statues behind as a gift to the people, a symbol to remind them not to go to war. She'd always found it strange, a bunch of statues of soldiers, a gift to remind the people that war was terrible, and yet... They were a gift. The gift that had ended the many war. She turned towards Vasher. He too leaned against the city wall, nightblood in one hand. His body had reverted to its mortal form, scraggly hair and all. What was that first thing you taught me about awakening? She asked. That we don't know much? He asked. That there are hundreds, perhaps thousands of commands that we haven't discovered yet? That's the one, she said, turning to watch the awakened statues charge into the distance. I think you were right. You think? She smiled. Will they really be able to stop the other army? Probably, Thatcher said, shrugging. They'll be fast enough to catch up. The flesh lifeless won't be able to march as quickly as the ones with stone feet. I've seen those things fight before. They're really tough to beat. She nodded. So, my people will be safe. Unless that god king decides to use those lifeless statues to conquer them. She snorted. Has anyone ever told you that you're a grump, Thatcher? Finally, Nightblood said. Someone agrees with me. Vasher scowled. I'm not a grump, he said. I'm just bad with words. She smiled. Well, that's it then, he said, picking up his pack. See you around. With that, he began to walk along the path away from the city. Venna walked up next to him. What are you doing? He asked. Going with you, she said. You're a princess, he said. Stay with that girl who rules Halandrin, or go back to Idris and be proclaimed as the heroine who saved them. Either way, we'll give you a happy life. No, she said. I don't think so. Even if my father did take me back, I doubt that I'll ever be able to live a happy life in either a plush palace or a quiet town. You'll think differently after a little time on the road. It's a difficult life. I know, she said. But, well, everything I... But, well, everything I've been... Everything I was trained to do has been a lie wrapped in hatred. I don't want to go back to it. I'm not that person. I don't want to be. Who are you then? I don't know, she said, nodding towards the horizon. But I think I'll find the answer out there. They walked for another short time. Your family will be worried about you, Vasher finally said. They'll get over it, she replied. Finally, he just shrugged. All right, I don't really care. She smiled. It's true, she thought. I don't want to go back. Princess Vivenna was dead. She died on the streets of Teller. Vivenna, the Awakener, had no desire to bring her back. So, she asked as they walked along the jungle road, I can't figure it out. Which one are you? Claude, who started the war, or Peacegiver, who ended it? He didn't answer immediately. It's odd, he said finally. What history does to a man. I guess people couldn't understand why I suddenly changed. Why I stopped fighting and why I brought the phantoms back to seize control of my own kingdom. So they decided I must have been two people. A man can get confused about his identity when things like that happen. She grunted in assent. You're still returned, though. Of course I am, he said. Where do you get the breath? She asked. The one a week you need to survive. I carried them with me, on top of the ones that made me returned. 
in a lot of ways, returned aren't quite what people think they are. They don't automatically have hundreds or thousands of breaths. But... They're of the fifth heightening, Basher said, interrupting her. But they don't get there by the number of breaths, but by the quality. Returned have a single, powerful breath. One that takes them all the way to the fifth heightening. It's a divine breath, you might say. But their body feeds on breath like... The sword. Basher nodded. Nightblood only needs it when he's drawn. Return feed off their breath once a week. So if you don't give them one, they essentially eat themselves, devouring their one single breath, killing them. However, if you give them extra breath on top of their single divine one, they'll feed off those each week. So the Hlendron gods could be fed more than one, Vivenna said. They could have a stock of breaths, a buffer to keep them alive if one couldn't be provided. Vasher nodded. Wouldn't make them as dependent on their religion to care for them, though. That's a cynical way of looking at it. He shrugged. So you're going to burn up a breath every week, she said, reducing our stock? He nodded. I used to have thousands of breaths. I ate all of those. Thousands? But it would take you years and years to... She trailed off. He'd been alive for over 300 years. If he absorbed 50 breaths a year, that was thousands of breaths. You're an expensive guy to keep around, she noted. How do you keep yourself from looking like a returned? And why don't you die when you give away your breath? Those are my secrets, he said, not looking at her. Though you should have figured out the return can change their forms. She raised an eyebrow. You got return blood in you, he said. The royal line. Where do you think that ability to change your hair color comes from? Does that mean I can change more than just my hair? Maybe, he said. Takes time to learn. Go stroll around Halandrin Court of Gods sometimes, though. You'll find that the gods look exactly as they think they should. The old ones look old, the heroic ones become strong. The ones who think a beautiful goddess should be well-endowed become unnaturally voluptuous. It's all about how they perceive themselves. And this is how you perceive yourself, Asher? She thought, curious, as the scraggly man, rough and unkempt. She said nothing of that. She just walked on, her life sense letting her feel the jungle around them. They recovered Vash's cloak, shirt, and trousers, the ones that Denth had originally taken from him. There had been enough breath in those to split between the two of them and get them each to the second heightening. It wasn't as much as she was used to, but it was a fair bit better than nothing. So, where are we going anyway? Ever heard of Kuth and Huth? he asked. Sure, she said. They were your main rivals in the many war. Somebody's trying to restore them, he said. A tyrant of some kind. He's apparently recruited an old friend of mine. Another one? she asked. He shrugged. There were five of us. Me, Denth, Shashara, Arsteel, and Yesteel. It looks like Yesteel has resurfaced finally. He's related to Arsteel? Ravenna guessed. Brothers. Great. I know. He's the one who originally figured out how to make Icar alcohol. I heard rumors that he's got a new form of it, more potent. Even better. They walked in silence for a time longer. I'm bored, Nightsong said. Pay attention to me. Why doesn't anyone ever talk to me? Because you're annoying, Basher snapped. The sword huffed. What's your real name? Vivenna finally asked. My real name, Basher asked. Yes, she said. Everyone calls you things. Peacegiver, Claude, Basher, Palaxon. Is that last one your real name? The name of the scholar? He shook his head. No. Well, what is it then? I don't know, he said. I can't remember the time before I returned. Oh, she said. When I came back, however, I did get a name, he finally said. The Cult of Returned. Those who eventually founded the Helendron Iridescent Tones found me and kept me alive with breasts. They gave me a name. I didn't like it much. Didn't seem to fit me. Well, she asked, what was it? Warbreaker the Peaceful, he finally admitted. She raised an eyebrow. What I can't figure out, he said, is whether that was truly prophetic or if I'm just trying to live up to it. Does it matter? She asked. 
He walked for a time in silence. No, he finally said. No, I guess it doesn't. I just wish I knew if there was really something spiritual about the returned, or if it's all just cosmic happenstance. Probably not for us to know. Probably, he agreed. Silence. Should have called you Wart Lover the Ugly, she finally said. Very mature, he replied. You really think those sorts of comments are proper for a princess? She smiled broadly. I don't care, she said. And I never have to again. What a great ending to this Uh, freaking book. Okay, can we talk about the fact that um, his name was Warbreaker? I always, I wondered why it was called Warbreaker. And I read that and I was like, that is so good. That's such a good name. I didn't even think about it until just now. Really? Yeah, I didn't that didn't ca- register <laughs> No, it did not register. Really? Wow. That was the first thing I thought when I read that. I was like, oh. It's named after Vasher. Wow. The book is named that? after Vasher. Exactly. That's so cool. Isn't that so cool? I like that. Warbreaker the Peaceful. That's so funny. I love that. I love Vimena's little sarcasm thing. We should have called you Wart Lover. Wart Lover the Ugly. Wart Lover the Ugly. That's so funny to me. I I agree. Very, very... That's such a good... That's such a good ending chapter. Though I do have to say, I was really, really, really hoping for one more little section with Susubra and Siri. Being cute. And I am so upset that we didn't get one. All I wanted was one of them, like, five years down the road, snuggling with children. Making I guess they out. can't have children. But adopting children. And I wanted one more! I just wanted to see Siri and Susabron be cute one more singular time, and we didn't get that. Brandon Sanderson, if you're listening, could you please write me a quick little, <laughs> a quick little chapter of Susabron and Siri? <laughs> also, don't sue us for reading your entire chapter. I was thinking about that while we were reading it. Seems like a lot of chapter to read, so don't sue us for that, please. We don't make any money from this. Um, but yeah, uh, I so good, and I wanted to say also. He wrote this in a way that he can write a Warbreaker too. That would be so sweet. I, I would, love a If that comes too. out, we're going to read it on this show. So be oh, aware. absolutely. I am. Um, I hope it comes. I mean, it's going to come out. No, wait, let me let me rephrase this. I don't know if he has any plans to write a Warbreaker too. But this is written in such a way that there could be a second story following this one about Huth and Kuth and Yes Deal. Uh, I don't know if you'd be able to incorporate the same characters, but. Oh my gosh, hold up. What? Hold up. What? I don't know if this is true, but I just Googled, will Brandon Sanderson make a Warbreaker 2 book? And this says, Nightblood is the working title for the sequel to Warbreaker. Wait, 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 wait. And wait, I want to know wait, if this wait, is wait. actually true. Wait, 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 wait. I'm clicking Warbreaker 2. Uh, Nightblood is the working title for the sequel. Wait, wait. He does. Hold on. Hold on. This is on his website. It says, I do plan to write a sequel to Warbreaker. <laughs> oh, this is, I want to do a book that deals more with the lifeless and nightblood following Vasher and Vivenna a little further. I'm not sure when I will be able to do so with all the projects I have right now crowding my time. Yeah. However, keep an eye on the website. Maybe in the next few years, I can get to it. Oh, yeah. Okay, wait. Here it is. It's after. Okay, so this, this one says. I don't know how long ago this he was. Plans he plans on writing this. it after, uh, after, oh, my goodness. Yeah, after Stormlight 5, which is coming out this year, or next year, I think, actually, and Wax and Wayne 4, which are out. Yeah. So it's, it's, could be close. What? That's so, oh my gosh. We will be, t- we will be reading and talking about that. If that oh, that's as, so exciting. That's very exciting. All right. Uh, I think, is there anything else you want to talk about before we rank those characters? I'm so glad that I Googled that. Me too. It's very exciting. When was this? I want to know when when this was that he released that. Oh, it wasn't super long ago. I remember him talking about uh, Elantris too. Uh, anyway, I think now while Cindy's looking at her at her computer, I think now it's time to rank the characters. Woo! Woo! Okay. <laughs> this is the last time we do this before our final ranking, so we better do this right. Yeah. Um, 
here's the dealio. I think, you know how two weeks ago we didn't think anybody earned number one. Hold on. We have to read off our week from I'm last sorry. week. You're Come right. on. You're, you're going right. too fast. Okay. Week 23. Here's our one from last week. Vasher, Susabron, Siri, Nightblood, Vivenna, Lightsong, Larmar, Nanrova, Allmother, Hoyd, Maidservants, Hopefinder, Thame, Mab, Fafin, Rira, Ashu. That's you. Paxson, Lolan, Gagarel, Fran, Rarev, Yarda, Mercy Star, Grabble, Tuft, Inhana, Fob, Bebed, Dedell, and Life Blesser, Truth Call, Weatherlove, and then I Wish You Were Dead Tier. Kaz, Jules, Bluefingers, Tongfa, and Denth. And then our actually did here Claude, Parlin, Trellides, Blushweaver, Var, Lemix, Taff, Old Chaps, Halana, Triple Hole. Hey, we never did find out what happened to Claude. Yeah. We didn't really find out much about the lifeless. We didn't. There's a sequel now, so that could be. Oh, I hope so. Wait, it did say, and Jules he better did come say, back. He did say in the sequel that, or in this post, that they would talk about more about the lifeless in the sequel. Tongfa and Jules might come back. They never died. They might be in the sequel. Oh. Yes, deal might hire them. Oh, for sure. That'll for sure happen. Yeah. Anywho. We could make a whole episode about what we think the sequel is going to be about. We'll probably talk about it a lot in the next episode, but be ready. Um, anywho, okay. on week 22, we decided nobody had earned the top spot. Uh-huh. And so we stacked Siri and Vasher in the second spot. On week 24, I think Vasher, Siri, Favena, and Susbron all earned the top spot. We can leave <laughs> We can leave two, three, and four as nobodies for now. Okay. I don't think any of them are better than the other ones. Yeah, but also, who's better? Who, who do you think deserves the top of these people? I don't know. I don't think Vasher deserves to be at the top. Okay, Vasher can be a lower. Vivenna doesn't deserve it either. I don't think. I think it, it has to be Siri. Siri or it has to be Siri. Siri's been it every time. If we're gonna make pick one, Siri, I think we need to pick one. This is our final yeah. ranking. I think we have to I decide think, on one. Then character. I think Siri has to win. She's been our favorite the majority of the Susie time. And I think Susie Braun has to go second because I love Susie Braun. And his big moment with the with the final thing. Uh-huh. But Vasher also, I think Vasher goes third. I think Vasher goes third and then uh, Vivenna goes fourth. Okay. And then I think Nightblood goes right after. Nightblood goes fifth? Yeah. I'm okay with that. I can I can handle that. And then Larmar after Nightblood because Lightsong's dead. Did anything happen with Larmar? Did anything happen with any other characters that we like? Not really. So no, yeah, I think everything below Zenth that also died. I think everything below that stays the same all the way down to the wish you were dead tier, where we can find blue fingers who I think is worse than Tonkfa now. Are we making a no? Yeah, I think I think blue fingers would be a, a below Tonkfa now, right? Uh, do you agree or disagree with me on this? Um. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I would agree with that. So I think then it, the the de- the wish you were dead would be because Bluefingers did try and kill. Not I that Tongfa is all that great. I but. think looking at this list, I think Cads can move himself into the bottom of living tier. I don't think Cads is on the same level of hatred as okay. the other ones. So I think it, not because he's a good person, but because the other bad people are less bad than these bad people. And Denth is dead, so that's an absolute win. Denth is I th- where okay. So we have to think about this, though. Where does Denth go on our favorite well, First Denth? off, we have to put Lights on the top of the dead tier. Yeah, he's our favorite dead character, for sure. I think... Denth, I think it's worse than a butthole. But yeah. I, like, I like him as, a, as an antagonist is the issue. Yeah, I think he needs to go... Because hmm, a lot of these characters that are dead didn't really do much. Blushweaver, I think he's a... Mm, no, Blushweaver needs mm. to be above Denth. Because I think Denth yeah. is worse than Blushweaver. I, th- I was going to say, I think Blushweaver needs to go up. But Trelody's... Claude, I think it's my issue. I think Claude can go down. Really? He, but Claude's like the best. But Claude's not actually, I guess Claude is dead. Yeah, but, but he's he, also not dead, question mark? I think Claude, uh, 
Where does where does Denth go on this? I think Denth goes. I think Denth goes right below Blushweaver. I think Denth goes right below Var. Or that that works too. Var started this whole thing. He can go right below Var. Okie dokie. I'm happy with that. If you are, yeah. All right. I think that's every character. And I is it's crazy to me how different this list is than last week's. Like how many characters moved around. Yeah, this league changed, but we also had a lot of people die. Yeah, and I'm glad. It makes sense to me that that uh, CADS is not the same level of badness as these other I these agree. other bad people. So I think and we that, don't know what actually happened to Bluefingers. Yes, I think this is I think this is a great tier list, and I think it would be better to read this. I don't think this one needs a joke. I think you and I in sync read our final final uh, dead tier. All right. You mean our final, final, final te- tier, tier list? list. Yeah, All right, ready? guys, this is it. This is Ooh. our final. Well, that's so sad. We've been doing this for so long. It's We've been, been doing this for twenty four weeks. Yeah, it's been quite a bit, of, quite a quite a grip. All right, here's our this? final final list: Siri, Susuron, Vasher, Ravenna, Nightblood, Larmar, Nanrova, Allmother, Hoyd, Maidservants, Hopefinder, Thame, Mab, Raffin, Rira, Ashu, bless you. Paxson, Lolan, Gagaril, Fran, Rariv, Yarda, Mercystar, Grabble, Tuft, Inhana, Fob, Bebed, Dedelin, Lifebuster, Truthcall, Weatherlove, Cads, Wish You Were Dead. Wish You Were Dead Tier, sorry. Jules, Tongfa, Bluefingers, Dead Tier, Lightsong, Claude, Parlin, Trellides, Blushweaver, Var, Denth, Lemix, Tap, Old Chaps, Halan, Stripper Butthole. That was wow. so weird reading that in sync. That's so long, too. The, that the, is really thinking long. Thinking about this, the dead tier started with one character, and now it's like half our list feels like dead tier. I know. How many is this? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Twelve of our characters are dead. Twelve out that's of, I guess, so funny. I guess 49. So 12 out of 49 is not that high of a thing. But like that's like a little bit more than one in five characters in our book died at some point. Yeah. 48, sorry. 12 out of 48. Um. That's one in four. One in four characters on this list is a dead character. Yeah. That's, wow. I can't believe we're done. I mean, next week we will make a different kind of ranking, ranking everybody, like yeah. whether they're dead or not. With but how much we like them, not necessarily. Whether they're alive. Yeah. Because we'd put Light Song up there at pretty high, too, if he was still alive. But Light Song made a baller Light play. Light Song's dead. Yeah. Rip. I, the Rip see. Light Song. Is there anything else we need? Oh, guys, here's my thing. Make sure you buy fan, uh, uh, Fairy Tale by two weeks or three weeks from now. Make sure you have it bought. Yes. Or Sydney will stab you in the shoulder and then make you keep fighting. <laughs> and then you'll put your breath into Sydney and she'll have some convulsions. And then you'll slit Sydney's throat. Finally, <laughs> finally getting your revenge for all these weeks of Sydney bullying you for bleeding. You will emerge victorious. <laughs> You, you will emerge victorious. I like that. That was funny. Yeah, it's a good way to it's a good way to end it. The yeah. ending your battle with our listeners, and then we get to do it all over again in, in, in Fairy, Fairy Tale. Tale by Stephen King. Um, so yeah, make sure you buy that. Uh, remember, next week we will have an episode. Still, we're just going to do a wrap up kind of episode. It's still going to be Warbreaker, so don't it'll need to, still be Warbreaker. But I promise you, the Fairy Tale reading will come on you like a storm. You won't be ready for it, so you better get your yeah better so, sooner like than I later. Said, next week. We'll have another episode. It'll probably be shorter. Just kind of us talking about anything random we wanted to talk about. We will probably come up with um, a list of actors we would have play in the different characters, our favorite characters in the movie, if there were to be a movie. What the sequel should be about. Yeah, what the sequel should be about. What um, 
like we'll rank like make a different tier list yep. that involves everyone even if they're dead or not um talk about art from the yeah books, we'll like talk that. about we'll talk about just a variety of different things it'll probably be like i said a sh- little bit of a shorter episode which makes up for this one which is currently in our recording an hour and 10 minutes uh <laughs> a lot, some of that'll be edited out but. yes but normally we end around when we're recording we end around 50 so we're currently yeah. 20 minutes over already well, there was a lot to talk about this week yes it is the last chapter yeah. um, um and then the week after that we will take a break there will be a very short like trailer two minute yeah. trailer, trailer go up for fairy tale um but we'll have a break week and then we will start fairy tale the week after that so be prepared yeah uh, and also, I just want to say this really fast. Follow us on Instagram. Yes. And also, I wanted to say this. Thank you, Alezia, which is A-L-E-Z-E-I-A on Spotify for the use of our song, Warbreaker. Uh, you rem- mean Windrunner Remake? Re- Windrunner Remake, because <laughs> we just read the book Warbreaker, which is also the name of Vasher. Wow. So many connections being made here. Yeah, um, literally. And we appreciate you for letting us use that. We really do. Uh, is there anything else we need to talk about? I think we nailed it. I don't think so. I think we're I'm great. a little sad this book is over. Next week. I'm just kidding. No <laughs> reading next week. Cry face. No, no reading next week. This was next six week? months of our lives, Sydney. Yeah. Was this freaking I'm book. I'm so sad. Wow. Um. Yeah, I remember the first day we sat down in here. Yeah. <laughs> next week, we will also be reminiscing about yeah. the first day we sat down in this po- in this uh, studio to record our podcast. We're going to be looking through all of our old tier lists and yeah, talking about changes we Yeah, we will look through that. See. Um. Yeah, we just we'll have a lot of little things to talk about. It'll be good. I'm excited. Uh, make sure you tune in. Like I said, it'll be a little bit different than your typical episodes, but we yeah. hope you enjoy it regardless. We, We're excited to start a new book. We really appreciate you all for for hanging out with us. Uh, there's nothing else we need to say, so other than that, I love you. Peace. Why are you still here? The show's over.